Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Now let's record, record, record. There we go. Now we're good. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's it's, it's I'm podcasting also... how it's supposed to be podcasting. All right, I'm also recording, so I'll sing this again. Okay. Three, two, one. All right. <clears throat> good, 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 good. We're good now. We're we're good. We're here. We're ready. All right. Give me a couple seconds, and I'll bring us into the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And uh, I had a boring last week, but a couple interesting things, I guess. So we put our uh, Christmas tree up in in the the living room. And our Christmas tree is weird because it always has, uh, seems to have like plugs on it that don't go anywhere. Because the way it works, it's a tree that has the lights built into it already. You know, they were trying to be cool and, you know, keep you from having to string the lights yourself. But And it, and so, like, you know, each of the different sections of the tree, it's a fake tree, of course, um, has lights strung in with little wires sticking out. And um, so, you know, you plug them in. You plug them in from the top into the middle, the middle into the bottom. But I don't know, we must have messed something up or something over the last few years, but there's always, like, plugs that go to nowhere. There's always way too many of, like, the, uh, I guess, the female plugs and not enough of the male ones or whatever. And it just, we just never can figure out what the hell's going on with the tree. We end up just stringing our own lights on anyway. So we put that tree up, and it's, uh, we struggled with that again. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't work. We didn't, we never, like, took anything out. It just uh, came wrong, I guess. Um, but that tree's up, and then I saw, what did I say? I saw a good movie. I saw Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade this weekend. I've never seen that movie. I've always wanted to see that movie, because that movie has my favorite scene in TV, or one of my favorite scenes in TV, and that is the scene, um, okay, so the movie's about, uh, Indiana Jones tries to find the Holy Grail, so he gets to the place where the Holy Grail is, um, which is the cup that Jesus drank from on the Last Supper, if you don't know, if you haven't heard of it, so he gets there. And he's, and he's in the little temple thingy or whatever. And um, he gets into the final room that has the Holy Grail in it. And he's and there's this knight there. It's like a mortal knight because if you drink from the Holy Grail, you live forever, ever. So this knight is there. He lived forever because he drank and he had to protect the cup. And he's there. And um, there's a whole bunch of cups on the table, right? There's a whole bunch of cups, different ones, like gold ones, big ones, silver ones, ones with jewels all over them. And, and the knight says to him, the final test is you have to choose the correct cup from all these cups for what would be um, the true Holy Grail. And I love that scene because uh, it's not, the answer is not any of the shiny cups, any of the uh, the diamond studded cups. No, it's, it's, it's the simple cup. Actually, I think it's made of wood because uh, Jesus was a carpenter. Um, and it was a simple man. So it ended up being the simplest, dirtiest looking cup. Sorry, 
out there on the on the table. So I love that scene so much. That scene has been redone in a lot of TV shows. Um, just you know, just to nod to the to the movie. Like I think in regular show, uh, I used to watch that a long time ago. They did a remake of it. I think Family Guy probably did. So I don't know. I love that scene. One of my favorite scenes. So that's the two things that happened to me. Waff. Anything interesting? Uh. Nothing in particular that I can think of. Uh, it's just been kind of a fairly boring week. I've just been cruising along. Got got an exam to later today, uh, as of uh, the day that we're recording this, at least. So I gotta deal with that. But you know, it's like other than that, I'm also I'm just trying to get get ready for Christmas, get people gifts, all that stuff. Like it's that's really it. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Um, you know, getting into the Christmas spirit, guys. Getting into the Christmas Marvel spirit, whatever that would be. I don't know. Marvel celebrate Christmas? I don't know. Or they just uh, race right through it. I don't know. I wonder if we'll take a week off. If Jay and Marvel take a week off for Christmas or not. I guess we'll. I guess we'll find out. But uh, we'll see if they honor it. Give the Marbles a week off, a chance to spend time with their Marble families. <laughs> whatever that would look like. But that's enough intro for the day. Let's head to the news with Johnny Marble. And when we come back, we got a lot of Marble Sports to talk about. Race 5 of Marbula 1 coming up right after this. fans i am johnny marble and as always i'm coming to you for m s w let's get right into the news race five of marvel one the tumult turnpike grand prix was the most unique track yet with several different kinds of turns that helped really mix it up and the positions throughout it but before the race to begin greg woods himself decided to test out the track showing that he's got some racing skills of his own out there. After he turned to the booth, the race did finally get underway. But hey, Greg, if you want to race ever, Johnny Marble. I may be retired, but I'll get in there with you. <laughs> Anyways, on with the news. The battle for first was truly fierce, with several marbles claiming the first position throughout it, and after 16 challenging laps, Hazy took first, followed by Bolton second, and Limeline taking third home. In other news, Race 8 of NASMARB, the MSWP 500 at the Mayhem Super Speedway, marked the final race of Season 1, and the last chance for the racers to get points for the playoffs. Things were off to a really bad start for the MSW teams, with both Splitzer and Quillo losing in the first round, leaving their chances to go on the playoffs up in the air. On a more positive note, though, the final round was truly spectacular and unpredictable. At first, Prime was dominating the finals and looked as though they were going to achieve a clean sweep. But, Murakami came through out of nowhere and started to challenge him for the gold. In the final run, it seemed as though Prime had the victory in the bag. But after spinning out near the end, Murakami was able to zoom on by and narrowly achieving victory, leaving Prime with second and Sal with third. 
And with the end of the main season, the playoffs can begin, but only 12 will be moving on. Those who win a race automatically qualify, and they are Streamer, Lemons Rizzle, Woodpecker, Electro, Prime, and Murakami. This left only six places for the highest scoring racers this season, and unfortunately, Spitzer was not one of them. But hey, you're just proud, so don't be ashamed of that. And while they had a great start to the season, they started to fall apart towards the end, back finishing in 16th overall. The next five racers were revealed to be Mozilla, Bloodstorm, Oak, Winx, and Sal. The last spot was between Quillo and Confetti, and while it was close, Confetti did beat out Quillo by four points, narrowly making it into 17th or 12th place. I'm sorry. It's a shame that none of the MSW teams will be making the playoffs this season, but we still wish the Marvels who are moving on the best of luck. Well, guys, that was a lot of news. I may have messed up a couple times, but hey, you still love me and I still love you. <laughs> Anyways, I have been Johnny Marble, and you, dear listener, have been the best fan in the world. You can quote me on that. Put me on your resume. Let's kick it on back and continue on with the podcast. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing us the news of this week about the Tumult Turnpike and the racing that's happened there. And we are bringing you episode 78 of the show. And before we dive into the show, let me remind you, please, to email us each week at mswpodcast at gmail.com. That's mswpodcast at gmail.com. Email us about anything about marbles, questions, opinions, whatever, advice, whatever. You email us. We'll read it here on the show. We want, we love to connect with you guys, whether it's about marbles or not, um, to continue to build uh, this this podcast community here at MSW. So now that I've said that, let's dive into the episode. A lot to talk about today, and we're going to be focusing a good portion of the episode on the design of this track. But before we dive into that, let's welcome today's guest, Victor, from the JMR server. Victor. Hi. What's... Say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. What's up, I guess? Got to have you on the show. Uh, thanks. Now, we... um. We always do this. Every time we have a first-time guest on, we ask a very important question. And you guys know it at you guys know it at this point if you've been listening for a while. And Waff and me are going to try to say it at the same time and fail. So let's say it at the same time. Say it with me, guys. Big question for Victor. How did you get, did into, you get into Marble Sports? Sports? Oh, always off sync, but uh, tell us. Uh, the, the actually, on the sync on my end. Yeah, it was YouTube recommended back in 2017. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you've been you've been here for about four years watching, though, right? Yeah, I've been here a while, ups and downs, of course. And um, do you have a favorite team? Do you have a favorite event? Uh, yeah, my favorite team is Team Galactic, and my favorite event is actually quite hard because there's so many good ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, there are. I so mean, many balancing good ones, is always um, a banger, I guess. I agree. I agree. Not it everybody likes one. balancing, but balancing, in my opinion, is is a necessity. In Marble League, yeah. you can't take out balancing and have a solid Marble League. Yeah, that's true. All right, then. So, yeah, so we got a little bit, know a little bit about Victor. So now that we do, we should uh, talk about our fantasy teams like usual. We'll start with Waff. 
Um, and Victor, do you have a fantasy I team do. in the um, official? Yeah, I do. All right, then you'll be able to talk about that too. So we'll start with Waff, and then I'll uh, then we'll let Victor go, and then I will end and probably just yell about the Savage Beaters the whole time. You guys know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, All right. Waff. So uh, it was better than last week. I got 47 points instead of 30, but I still went down even further. I'm now ranked 21. Mm. Uh, I'm so uh, the distance between first place is still like is still surmountable it's just that like it's less likely now um, momo is still my leader in points but crazy cat size despite not having a multiplier has my second highest of 96 granted momo has 204 so like it's it's like that multiplier would have been very helpful at this point clearly but like it's just like the speeders are really hurting me they're not they're just really suffering and I I picked the Raspberry Racers because like I'm a fan of them, but like they've never been good at Marbulo one racing. Like so that was just not a it like. But then I've never picked based on stats, at least in terms of some of some of my favorites. So you know, it, it is what it is. I'm lucky. I'm still a high, that high up enough to actually have a chance, and I'm I'm hoping that I that things improve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. All right, Victor, you can go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 147th in. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, oh. I, I had a brutal two weeks when it started and it's gone fine, but of course I've got the Orange, the Savage Speeders and Mellow Yellow, who's just not getting points and Midnight... Yeah. Oh, dude. yeah, I have the Midnight <laughs> Wisp on the times 2, but luckily I had Team Galactic on the times 3, so I saved in with 4-9 points, which is actually worse than last week. <laughs> yeah, and they've been, they've been well. They've, the Galactic has been probably actually your best team yeah, overall it's... in that fantasy, it's, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's an unfortunate occurrence that uh, Savage Beaters uh, or Rangers all not doing well this year. So yeah. it's, uh, hey, maybe we'll pull it on. Like we said, we have 12 races. We're not even on race six yet. Yeah. I mean, maybe Savage Beaters or Rangers and uh, Midnight Wisps will turn things around. But uh, right now it is not looking good. It's not looking uh, likely. Yeah, no. All right, so um, for my fantasy, uh, we, of course, I have the Savage Beaters pulling us a couple points this week. Yes, they got eighth place, and we'll talk about that. Um, Snowballs pulled nothing, and that is a problem. Um, It was uh, the result of Snowstorm's performance yet again, um, who has been much worse than Snowy over the course of the season so far. Um, Snowstorm... (sighs) Just, just not. I don't know. Inexperienced is what I what I say when I watch Snowstorm race. Not necessarily bad potentials there, but inexperienced. Um, Hazers, Crazy Cat Size, and Green Ducks all had a decent race. Green Ducks, of course, being the best, and Cat Size, I think, getting their lowest finish so far this season. Um, all bringing me some points. Uh, I did better than race uh, uh, two and four. I had fifty five points, but still not great. Uh, my overall placement, if I actually go check, I believe will probably be somewhere in the 30s. Um, oh, I'm 40. I'm 40 overall right now. Uh, a lot of points to make up. And it really is, I, I honestly attribute most of the difficulty here to the Savage Speeders. I mean, it's been a rough road, and it's not getting better. I mean, Speedy came out and raced here in race 5. And Speedy was not good. Speedy was not good in the qualifiers. Obviously, barely squeaked in to the race, getting 16th place uh, in the qualifiers. And actually did proceed to have a good race, right? 16th up to about 8th place. That isn't bad. 
Yeah. An eighth an eight place increase is not bad at all. My problem is that he should not have been in 16th to begin with. The, the Speedy should never be in a situation in which he qualifies below 12th. I mean, that's just, just just the way he is, especially since Rapidly is not doing very well this year. Speedy needs needs to be that that consistent roller for the Savage Speeders. Has not uh, or wasn't in this in this previous race, um, but we can might be able to attribute that uh, somewhat to the design of the track. Um, and how difficult it was, but um, but Speedy, I don't know, I don't know. Is, is Speedy getting dragged down by the performance rapidly, or the Savage Beaters is on that downturn, or, or are they going to be able to pull things together? Are they going to be able to turn things around in the coming races? We still have seven races left. We still have time. Every team has time to turn things around. Every team has time to change their strategy. The question is, is there going to be any <clears throat> effort from the players out there, any any effort from Rapidly to, to start to try something new out there, try to at least get into the race, at least get above 16th place? Is there any, anything from Speedy to, to, to keep that consistency up, or is it going to continue to slip away from them? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it's a hard question. I mean, Rapidly has been known to be performing poor now over the last few races, and of course, Speedy hasn't been the best in qualifiers, except for one blimp. But, of course, they need a better performance schedule, because if they keep on going like this, they're not going to finish up on the Limas or pretty much anyone, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. right now, you could argue Savage Beaters um, are on their way to being, one of, being the worst Marbula 1 team this year, um, which is just... It... It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, not a good look from a first place team previous previous season. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like we've had this question a few times now, but like, like based on how it's going, I I think rapidly might just be stuck this way for this season. But like, again, it is the Savage Speeders. Like, this is just it's an anomaly. It's really strange that this is happening to them this year. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps um, perhaps the uh Marble League did more like. We, like we've mentioned before, how like um, the like like over time, like more and more damage happens to a marble, and that will eventually affect them. So perhaps Marble League, um, this this past Marble League, did, took more of a toll on the Savage Speeders than we realize, perhaps, and like maybe that's why they're not doing so good this time around. I mean, I mean, maybe, and and you could you could maybe attribute that to Rapidly's performance, but Speedy right. was good in the first two races. There's no denying that, mm-hmm. um, bar the uh, the difficulty on the conveyor belt. I mean, he was good. He was a good racer. Yeah. He won race three. He uh, was in the top in race four. I mean, race one. Sorry, until the the difficulty. I mean, he was good. I mean, and and, and he was not even bad in race five. And that's that's the thing. He was not. It's just that he qualified very low. He couldn't he couldn't roll fast in the qualifiers, and then he made up a ton of ground. But he already started so far back that even though he made up a pretty impressive amount of ground in in a single race, it, it wasn't it wasn't it didn't turn into anything notable because he started so low. So I mean, Speedy, honestly, I I think. I think that it will continue to go well for Speedy over the course of the next few races. It will, it will, it will kind of balance itself out. 
and he will probably maybe even win another race, hopefully. But it's really rapidly that's going to be the issue here. Rapidly needs to do something, turn it around. And it, honestly, the only thing I can say for the coach of the Savage Speeders right now is it might be better to put Speedy out twice in a row. Because then what you're going to be able to do is you get Speedy out there, a pretty consistent racer, put him twice in a row. He's going to be able to do his work. And then maybe, and then rapidly will come in afterwards and actually be facing different marbles on the track. Because, um, uh, if Speedy goes twice in a row, most teams switch on and off, uh, majority, you could say. And so Rapidly will be faced with a different grouping of marbles. And that might be helpful for Rapidly. Rapidly might just happen to race better against this that next grouping. So that's what I recommend for the Savage Speeders. But um, yeah, right now it's it's just been, it has been an unexpected lack of uh, performance for them this year. Yeah, very unexpected one because you expect the savage speech to do well you expect the rangers to do well and neither of them mm, have yeah. well savage speeders are sixth no seventh but i mean only 28 points after five races you expect more from him it's poor like you expect yeah. them to be at least top 10 like most of the time and they've they've got how many like two top 10s in five races it's not good enough no no, in my opinion, it is not good enough at all. Um, and, and actually, the reason they're seventh overall right now is, is is to the reason that your top six teams right now are consistently in the top. I mean, Momo, yeah, but, Crazy Cat's Eyes, Bumb Green Ducks. Yeah, Bombies don't even oh. have a medal, and they're still top ten. And top three, even. Yeah, who'd you say? Bumblebees. Oh, the bumble, yeah, bumblebees, yeah, the bumblebees have good. been consistent though, and that, and that's, and that, what's when, and and I say this is why I actually favored Mellow Yellow in um, previous fantasies. They did not do well, unfortunately, in Marble League twenty twenty, but I favored them because consistency wins Marble Sports tournaments. Yeah, that's why, and, and the bumblebees are in third right now with no medals to their name because they've at least been consistent. Yeah, and that will that will win out in the day. Um, on the other hand, I mean, you look at the crazy cat size, they've not only been consistent, but they've been consistently winning. Um, race five today was their first, uh, a couple days ago, was their first uh, below podium finish, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, very crazy. This, this far in. I mean, they're on trajectory to, to almost probably double the Savage Beaters podiums from season one. I mean, it, it, it really is crazy. But Yellow Eye, unfortunately, in this previous race, got caught up in the pack. A lot of tough, hard 90s out there on the course. Um, a lot of change of direction. And, and the, the half pipe, um, I mean, the bank turn, sorry, was was a diffi was difficult for Yellow Eye, and, and he could not hold on to a lead. But he did battle up there for a while. I mean, it was not a, it was not a bad um, look from him. Um but uh, I think the big surprise for me this race were, was the Hazers coming out of nowhere yeah. and taking eighth place. I mean, they they I mean first place. Sorry, they're in eighth overall, and they and they're they're all, all just about all their points came from from this from this race. They had uh, two in the first race, one in the fourth, and they come back in race five and win. So what do you think about that? I mean, Hazers, what do you think? <sighs> what a story! Going from what was it like? I'm gonna shake quickly. From uh, yeah, second bottom to eighth, it's eleven spots jumped, and it's an amazing achievement from them. And I think like if they like if teams like those go from the bottom, like and just fight their way to the top, like it would be 
just insane because of course now it's a one Marvel show or one, one team show with the Chris Gatsais who's already got almost 100 points but if the Hazes for example could challenge them because there's still a lot of points left to fight for so if so- yeah. some team like that just start fighting for them I think we can see a different team win the Marvel 1 Possibly, possibly. Yeah, um, possibly. I yeah, mean, possibly. I mean, uh, the only other team within range right now is Momo, and they kind of been slipping away lately. Zero and ten points in the last two races. Um, but I don't know, Momo. Momo kind of you could might be able to call oh, it a fluke. The the first couple of races, Momo doesn't usually do that well. But um, it's but going it's almost to be... been half of Marbula one. It'd be kind of. Like that—that's kind of strange for a fluke to last for almost half of a season. I mean, they were good for the first three races, yeah. right? I mean, ten points in race five, zero in race four, right? So it's not half a season, and that's three races. So I mean, maybe they. So came I said out we're almost because we still have race six to get to. Yeah, but like they weren't good through race four and five, right? So I mean, well, five, five they did decent, right? It was not wasn't not fifth points, place. Ten points. Ten. Um. So it's not bad, but I mean. Um, are they going to continue at the same power as the crazy cat size of men and, and over the course of the year? That's the question. I mean, I mean that's really what the question that needs to be asked when you talk about teams in Marbula 1. I mean, the goal of, of a Marble Sports tournament is to win, not to get second place. So when, they, when you look at these stats, when you look at the performances in the past races, the question I'm going to ask myself is, does this team have the potential to overtake the top one? Is that the potential that we're looking at here or no? I mean, second's great, third is great. You can talk about those positions. But but no marble team, even even all the way down the jungle jumpers in 20th, no marble team goes out and races and says, okay, I want to get second, and that's it. No, you, you're going for the first overall. You want to win. So when, when you talk about Momo, I mean, yes, they've been good. They've been better than, very surprisingly better than usual. But you need to ask, are they able, are, are, they, are they capable of, of overtaking the crazy cat size in the top uh, in the top one spot, because that's what's important. That's going to be what's important. I think they are. I think they could, but they need to. Uh, they need to. They need to qualify a little better. I think they need to be uh, do a little bit better uh, as far as getting um, in the top five, top three placements up there. Crazy cat size have been very good at qualifying high. Uh, almost always, uh, all five races getting into at least round two of the qualifiers. And that's where you need to be um, if you're going to start a race well. That's why Speedy, who raced really well in race five, still had a mediocre performance because he didn't start very well. Qualifying is very important. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, any other teams you guys want to bring up? If not, um, we have a well, big Well, since we're talking about topic. flukes, uh, the Limers... Yeah. This week, yeah, like dang, yeah, they're yeah. officially higher than the Rangers, which is a, a weird thing to say. I think that's a, that's yeah. a first. Honestly. It is a weird thing. To I say. think that is a first. Yeah, and also, like f- for them to finish third in a a race where they were dominant, like they were first. They didn't. I think the lowest they dropped were fifth after like entering the podium. I think this race was the servant for them. Like they deserved getting podium. They fought it fight it hard they even deserved to win at one point so to see them doing well after like them being pretty much dormant for the last four races it's insane 
No, yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, I'm, of course, I'm 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 a Limers fan, even though I don't put them on my fantasy. So I'm I'm happy to see them do well. Um, I think that it's the biggest problem I always have with the Limers every single Marble Sports year is consistency. They, they and actually, if you look at Marble One season one, I mean, they I think they did have one or two good finishes in the podium, even I think one podium. But they just it's just hard for them to keep it up. You know, it's hard for them to be good for more than just one race. Yeah. And, and that's what uh, they have 12 races to play with, though. Like you said, there's a lot of points left to play. Yeah. So maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe they'll get things going now. And they'll be good. To, if, if I see the Limers finish top five, top eight, sorry, not five, they're probably not going to get there. <laughs> then I'll be happy. I'll, be, I'll see you as a successful season for, for what they usually are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, Limers. Uh, I think there were many instances in previous races where I saw the Limers up in the top five, top eight positions for for like a couple of laps here and there, and but they just couldn't hold on to it. So that's something they have to work on. Racing with other marbles around you, um, fending off collisions, um, doing. Uh, cutting off other marbles well and at the right times and blocking. I mean, you hear Greg talk about this when he's commentating. You, you hear him mention moments in the race where where um, where marbles at the top will, will dodge to the right, dodge to the left, cut off other marbles from making moves and cause, you know, collisions from the back. And that's, that's what you need to be able to do when you're racing against other marbles. It's about speed, but it's also about um, how you interact with the other marbles around you. And, and use them to get in, in front. And, and that's something that the Limers are struggling with. That's something that Savage Speeders are struggling a little bit with. That's something that... Rangers. Um, yeah, our Rangers are definitely struggling with that. I mean, and, and so uh, past qualifying, there's a lot of other skills that are very important in a, in a good Marbula 1 race. So, yeah. yeah, we'll have to see how they do. Uh, I guess another team mentions like uh, the uh, Jungle Jumpers. Like they started out really strong and then they ended in 18th. Yeah. Like this, like I get they're not a, a, a particularly great team at all to begin with. But like like this seemed like they they qualified high. They started like, or wait no they 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 qualified in the top right. Yeah, they were correct. I don't ninth. I don't remember. They were ninth. Okay, so they they're a bit middle of the pack, but then they kind of made their way up to the top and like hey this is they're doing pretty good and then they just fell all the way back down. Yeah. And. and- in, that, in my opinion, that is the glaring difference to me between a team like the Jungle Jumpers and a team like the Savage Beaters. Because, I mean, while the Savage Beaters are struggling this year, and and for, for a moment there looked like they might have might drop all the way down next to the Jungle Jumpers, the, the Savage Beaters at least have the ability to, to, for at least for Speedy, start in some place like 16th, but get it up to 8th. Jungle Jumpers are a team that not only struggle to qualify, but once they do, they very quickly lose out on their positioning and and actually have only gotten one point in the season. So, I mean, Jungle Jumpers, yeah. it's hard to really say what they need to do. Maybe swipe it clean and put two new marbles in. But also, this is their first year here in Marbula 1. In Marbula, they're not right. the strongest marble sports team in the JMR uh, world. and. So they're gonna. They might just need the experience to try to build up what it feels like to race, how they're gonna need to race, how they need to interact with other marbles, and it takes time for for them to to, to just, make those improvements. Yeah, I mean another another team that's been doing very very well over the last two races is the Thunderbolts. Two silver medals over two races, forty one points. Like that's insane. 
from them. They've yep. done amazingly. Like they've gone from eleven to fifty-two points. So, like they are definitely teams to look out for. And if you have them in the fam- and in the fancy team on the times two, you've honestly you're blessed and. <laughs> That's... Yeah, you've been doing quite well over the last couple of races. Yeah. They've really picked it up, and 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 that, and I think the Thunderbolts for me is is, is a is an image. It's a, a snapshot um, of of many to show how quickly things can change. I mean, look at their scores: three, five, three in the first three races, not great. Then they turn it around and get twenty and twenty one. So any 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 given day, any marble can beat any other marble. It's just about how you approach each race. Um, how you have to make sure that you're focused the whole every lap. You make sure you don't let previous races affect your performance. And um, they they've been doing that. And the Thunderbolts now are in fourth. They're at a good shot to get to second. And um, in in a few more races, you might see the Thunderbolts right up there trying to to push for the crazy cat size. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so before we move on to uh, talk about track design, we got a lot to talk about there. Um, I want I want to want to get some opinions from you guys. Just a quick opinion, uh, uh, prediction on Crazy Cat Size. Where are they going? Where are they going? Are they going to continue down? I mean, they they did 25, 20, 17, 26. First four races very good, but then they got an eight here in race five. And are they going to continue downhill? You think they're going to trail off, or are they going to? Is there is there lack of performance here only a result of the, uh, the the very unique track that they were faced with? What do you guys think? I think it was the track. Like they have proven so far that they are really good at this, and I think that they are going to continue to do good. But like I think this track is in particular was very um, good at like at spicing up the competition, really making it challenging for anyone to really hold the lead for any extended period of time because. Like it's the turns are so chaotic that they're not they're not uniform. They just they're different degrees at different points. So like like and I think it's particularly the the biggest one was the two ninety back to back ninety degree turns. Like that was probably I think where the most the the uh the slip ups happened. Like either like they got passed by other marbles, like they hit it wrong and they didn't flow into it and they kind of like lost most of their momentum and, and they get passed up. So I think like it's mostly the track that was what was challenging. Yeah. All right. I mean. All right, what do you think? I, I mean, they're if they keep up the pacer at now with medal, four medals in five races, I think they can't. It's poss- I think it's physically impossible for them to be able to do it. But of course, I don't think they're gonna become like super bad. They're not gonna finish top ten and not qualify. I think they're gonna be just fine. But I don't think they're gonna get like a podium finish every. Well four podium finishes in five races. I don't think they're going to keep that pace up. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that's a those are valid predictions. Um in my opinion, I think it would be uh, a strong opinion to attribute their performance to the track because uh, some of it because of how unique this track was, how difficult it is, how difficult it was to gain speed on this track, hence why Speedy struggled a little bit on the in the qualifying. Makes a lot of sense by the way. Speedy mm-hmm. is normally a fast marble. Speedy cannot really pick up the speed ever in this track in the qualifying because of how it's designed. Um, Crazy Cat's Eye seem to be the same way. I Listen, I, I it's hard to really predict the Crazy Cat's Eyes, but I honestly think that, I mean, they just look so strong out there. They look so dominant, and, and I, feel like, I feel like they could keep pace to to podium another four times in the last seven races i have to be honest like they they have been stellar and there's nothing showing me nothing 
showing me that they're not uh, marbles that are that are not going to be always contenders for the top three every race. I mean, even in this race, they ended up in eighth, but for most of the race, they were contender for the top three. Yeah. All right. So I mean, they're there. They're up there. They're always they're always racing. I mean, there's, let's go to a random point here on the YouTube. Look at that. They're in third. I wish jumped to a lap eleven on the YouTube here. I have the video up. They're in third place. You know, you jump around other places. Look at that. Um, they're in second place in lap in lap six. You know, jump around to eighth place. I mean, lap eight. They're in third place and from second place. To, go to 14. They're back to six. So they tailed off in the last couple of laps. Un unlucky ending. But lap four, they're in first. Yeah. I mean, lap two, they're in second. I mean, this is a good race. I mean, besides the last couple of laps, they raced well. I mean, there's nothing telling me. That they're not going to podium a few more times here in the last seven races. But uh, like you guys said, you guys' predictions are valid as well. And it remains to be seen um, what will happen. So we'll have to come back to that later. Anyways, next segment here. We're going to talk about the track. We're going to talk about if we like the track. I posted something on the Reddit here. And pretty much just said, did you like the Tumult Turnpike? And kind of left it to everybody to interpret as they as they will. And, and I will read a bunch of these answers um, and respond to them. But let's start with us first uh, before we get into this Reddit post. Um, opinions on the track. I mean, we and we'll do as we usually do. We'll rate the track out of 10. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll take turns and uh, we'll see what you guys think. So, off, why don't you start us off? Out of 10, track, what do you think? <sighs> I think this is a nine out of ten for me because, like, wow. it, like the tr the track design allowed for more interesting racing. It allowed for a lot of challenges for the the top. Like, it was it was never really certain who was gonna win for like, most of the race. Like, it was like, always like, I can't like you can't you couldn't really tell how it was all gonna end, and that was really exciting. But like, it's 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 missing that one point because like while it, that is like chaotic nature, it does match the balls like chaos. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really like have a, like a theme for it like nothing, right. nothing that really makes it like stand out as like like aside from that for being a balls of chaos map now granted i can't think of many things that you could do to make a map themed around chaos specifically that's very hard to right. do but like at the same time like but like it's just, that's just like the, the i guess the the natural weakness of a, of a team that doesn't really have like a a thing that na like naturally represents the oceanics for instance like the ocean represents them so water naturally is a theme that you would try to include or a ranger is like a, a, a like like Cowboys, Wild West, sand makes sense. Like, but for balls of chaos, like you just like like what throw a bunch of gobbledygook into the the arena no, like, have, around it. I have ideas on that. I'll, I'm I'm gonna address that uh, when it's my okay. turn. But yeah, you have you make a good point on that. Um, all right, Victor, what do you think? Oh, I'll, I'll give it an eight out of ten because the one thing I had a main issue with was it didn't look like people got enough speed into the bank turn and out to gain a lot of speed. But of course. To the oh, two, very good point. Very good point. The turn five mm. and six to ninety degrees. I love them because they gave the best block I've ever seen on Origin. <laughs> we just fought, <laughs> getting hit by I think it was Star and just dropping down to fifteen. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think I think eight out of ten, nine out of ten are good ratings. Um, for me, it's seven out of ten. Uh, pot leaning towards a six out of ten. Um, really? It's a low so far. Yeah. I mean, remember. I mean, like there one out of ten is. It's far from one out of ten. You know what I'm saying? That's a bad track. One out of ten. So it's not even close. You have to get to give it that. But ten out of ten right. is to give something a ten out of ten. Give something nine out of ten. It's got to be really good. It's got to hit. It's got to hit every point. Every point on the circle of a good Marbula One track. It's got to hit. 
And so it gets a 6 out of 10 because it gets a good 6 points. It's a unique track. It has a different idea. More, lots of sharp turns. Um, uh, lots of lots of odd structures. The bank turn was nice. But um, but you know, pulling a lot of the stuff you said, first of all, Victor, you're correct. There's not There was not a long enough straight into the bank turn to put enough speed on the marbles into the bank turn. That is a, that is a, a fact. First thing I saw when I saw the track was like that, that not a long enough straight into the bank turn. And the bank churn is a better feature when there's speed into it, when there's when there's a substantial amount of time for marbles to gain speed going into it. So I, I agree 100% with that, that that needed to be a little bit longer um, for it to be a, a better track. And number two, I mean, I talk about what WAF says. I mean, um, there's no theming to it. And yes, you could say that just the way it was designed, it had a little chaotic feel because of the sharp turns, but... The, 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 I need to see some more creativity. I, I really wish there was a little bit more creativity. Like, many things come to my head. Simple and actually interesting features that you could add to the track to make it more chaotic. Number one, um, you, could have a, you could have a substantial drop in the track. That, that's a possibility. Uh, I, like, you know, 45 degree, 50 degree drop. So it's, it's substantial. You notice it. And, and maybe it lasts a two, three track lengths. So marbles drop down, get speed. And then you can just have a little bit of higher walls or something to make sure they don't fly off the track. And that could be chaotic because then just in the midst of the race, when they're all in a pack, it's going to be chaotic when they go down that drop. That's number one. Number two, um, you could have, you could have moments where, uh, maybe, uh, like the middle third of the track rises up so like marbles might be able to roll up on that that top piece um which would cause chaos because those marbles would roll up there they would fall off to the left or the right maybe on top of other marbles you could put high walls in that section all of a sudden you have a simple simple idea but it turns into a uh a pretty unique and chaotic track feature because you have something that looks different number one and and something that causes more chaos on the track i mean just just things that that would cause marbles to slam into each other at different angles and move all around and 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 that that's that kind of thing needed to be there it's the balls of chaos after all so in my opinion it, it that wasn't there it should have been there. I want to see a little more creativity on those tracks. I mean, like, these ideas are, I mean, I came up with these in a couple minutes. I mean, I just feel like, 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 even though they're, I mean, I'm not knocking the tracks. They're well-made. They're amazing. It's Marbula 1. It's crazy that it's even existing. I'm just saying, like, at this point, I, I just wish I could see a couple of those things. I mean, even, even just a small part of the track, you know, you know, you just put a little bit of a, you know, a, a raised area or a little bit of a drop just to add that chaotic aspect to it. I mean, that... Um, I mean, in my opinion, that, that, that would be the difference between a six out of 10 and a nine out of 10 every time. Uh, I'm curious, what would your opinion be of if they included obstacles like a, like a Plinko board, for instance, in the track? Um, I'm always mixed feeling on the Plinko board because while it seems interesting always to have obstacles to make the marbles divert into various directions, it, I always feel that the Plinko board more often than not just decreases the speed of marbles and while they they will get all like messed up and chaotic in there it usually just takes all their speed away so the only way i could see a plinko board working is that if it was like not that many plinkos if you know what i'm saying not that many pegs like a few mm. pegs number one like nothing nothing more than five and it was right before like a drop that would bring all the speed back to the marble just so like a little bit of chaos but we're not going to take all the speed away for a long time that's the only way in my opinion that works um i used to be like i used to think plinko boards would be a good idea but i honestly i'm not always a huge fan 
of them. Actually, a good time to ask Victor. Victor, what do you think? Plinko board, um, even a small one on track. What do you think what that that would do? I'm agreeing with you. I don't know if it'd be good or bad because we we need to see it to understand what would happen. But I think yeah, of course they might lose a lot of speed. But then if we have a drop, yeah, they gain speed. But if you get a long enough jump, you might actually uh, just get like a lot more speed than anyone else. So it's a hard question to answer. Yeah, I think. We yeah, I was just kind of. Is this an idea I had? Like to kind of add randomness. Like I wondered, like how people might feel about. It. Like it definitely would. Like I think because it's meant the nature of of you know Formula One racing by extension Formula One racing is is speed. Like that plinko board would take away too much of it. Like I guess other ideas I came up with was like oh like maybe like a a three way diverging track which would require like a three D printed piece to make that work. But like like one that's like yeah. more zigzaggy, one that's more curvy, one that's more straight. Or maybe they can have like a jump, and like if you miss the miss the jump, you go on a slower track down, something like that. But like that is more complex, and it requires more three D printing and custom track parts to make that work. But like, th- there are definitely ways I think they could have made it more chaotic and more unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, in my opinion, JMR just cont- it, while they do an amazing job, like I said, they do an amazing job. Before I get comments saying why do you hate them, they're doing a great. I know. I do. I believe you. I agree with you. But I feel that JMR does limit themselves um, in the tools that they use. They they, they kind of keep themselves within just Marbula 1 track and those little divider chevron thingies, and that's it. It's like they don't go any more than that. And I, and I feel like that if they just let their minds run wild and, you know, really with, like, how, how, how would Balls of Chaos really design this course if they were the ones designing it? And that's how I would think if I was if I was giving ideas. That's how those ideas came to mind because if, if, the, if the Balls of Chaos were an existing real-life group of, of, of anthropomorphic marbles or whatever and they were going to design a track, I believe that they would have some uh, noticeable, notable drop, split, Something w- that would cause um, an extra amount of chaos and, and, and collisions and things like that. That just what I, think. I I I guess one thing like of why like they probably could have thought thought, thought of, they probably did think of a lot of the ideas I came up with, but like they don't want to use all of the ideas on just one track because then they can't use them in other tracks to make them unique. Like the jumping not thing doing that could it. I mean like like the jumping you know, thing could work. At, well, you know, the jumping thing I mentioned, like, that could work for a Jungle Jumpers track because that fits their theme, like, a, a jumping to a track. Like, that that works for them. But if they yeah. use, like, all their, the unique stuff here, it makes the other tracks that come later feel less special. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, all right, then. Um, if those are all our opinions on the track, if you guys don't have anything else, then I'll read what uh, uh, the people the good people of the Marvel sports community said, and we'll respond to it. All right, so we got a bunch of responses. I don't know if I'm going to read all of these. I'm just going to read them until we get to the point where we got to go to trivia. <laughs> so here we go. Um, Dino Kia, first one up here on the Reddit, says, I thought it was pretty cool. Admittedly, there's probably a slightly, bi- there's probably a slightly biased, I think just something's wrong there, since one of my teams won. However, I thought it created quite a unique racing, allowed for some great opportunities uh, to racers. Who could learn how to navigate it? Yeah, that's a that's a solid answer. Sure, I agree. Yeah. SMDCUO says it was great. The banked corner worked wonders again in both the qualifying and the race. There is significant difference in speed rate uh, in speed racers can take through that section, and it shows. I agree. This leads on to the long straight following the bank turn, which is perfect. We saw some nice battles uh, there, but what did but what it 
What it really did was set up for the hard chicane. Yeah, that's true. That speed into the hard chicane was nice. The thing that made this track great is that until Hazy's rounded the second to last corner, I still thought it was possible he could lose it. There are so many places for a racer to lose speed, for another racer to gain speed, that one can never feel safe in the lead. Bolt and Yellow Eye had great stints there at the front, but all it took was one bad lap and they were being challenged again. I will say I to that, um, my point on that is that I, I agree that there were a lot of places to lose speed. I do not agree there were a lot of places to gain speed despite the, besides the one straight out-of-the-bank turn. That was uh, another possible negative for me on this track. There were there were so many places to lose speed, and that's why there were so many lead changes. But as far as gaining speed, there was not many, like to me, like standout moments besides the one straight that was like, okay, this is a place to really go uh, get going fast if you approach it right. Um, but anyway, moving on for me, for me, what I like to see is a great race with lots of opportunities for racers to climb up or fall down the pack. And this track did not disappoint. My only slight issue, which would have probably affected hazy badly was the yellow flag, which didn't seem to do anything in many ways. They had time to stop the marbles in that side part of the starting gate that would have made the final lap super intense. I would really like to see a yellow flag situation where the pack is brought back next to each other, like the racing marbles series oh, i agree like the competition caution though that only happens in the qualifiers that could be very very controversial if they just if they in the last three laps of a race they just restart everybody in the in the pack and then someone in the lead just loses i mean that could be controversial well yeah but that's yeah. why the safety model was there like 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 it did manage to push it just enough to where it couldn't be an issue and mm-hmm. like that was why like you know like 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 that's that's what the that safety model is there is for. Like like it's it prevented that situation from ever happening, so we didn't need to worry about it. Yeah, the safety marble was a a very good thing. Um, some people responded to that. I won't read those. Uh, Bio Spark says that one brutal chicane sold the chaos theme to me and instantly made me fall in love with the track. The one spot where you have a ton of speed, just slamming into a crazy turn where you can't go slow because you need speed for the incoming straightaway. There was so much shuffling there and made for some great overtake. Sure, it ain't perfect, but it was awesome. I'll give you that. Yeah. And there are, there are going to be people out there who are going to be satisfied with with the with the JMR's track design and, and as far as the the little bit of chaos they did inject into it. I current I personally am not, but some people might be like this guy. All right, common result nine says, one of the distinguished featuring of the track is that it was slow, just like the balls of chaos. In all seriousness, the course basically emphasized that one slip up will cost you everything. The arranger's runner crashed into the back of Starry on the 90 degree area and lost out big time. Oh, Victor was mentioning that. Love um, this. <laughs> yeah, that, and that, that's got to be tough, dude. That's got to be tough to be a viewer as yourself and watch, um, you know, that one slip up, that one uh difficult moment cost you like a full race uh, another full race costed for the arrangers by the way um all right moving on uh misek 52 i really like the track it looks like some sort of a mountainous road uh despite not having any chaotic features such as funnels plinkos or fidget spinners you know you have a good point uh i don't know if those particular features would be the ones i'd want to add yeah. but i agree that it needs some more chaotic features the circuit itself is chaotic with marbles coming to a complete stop sometimes after a misfortune upon entering the two 90 degree turns however i would prefer to see the, the track built in reverse longer straight yeah. ahead of the bank turn yeah. thank you other people agree it, it may it makes more sense reversed because you have the start a few turns of course a few flats surfaces where you can get a lot of speed and then just a long straight away to quick turns and into the bank turn which makes more sense but because you can overtake easier in the bank turn than you can in turn nine and turn turn ten so 
yeah, I'm fully agreeing yep. with that. No, yeah, yeah, you were you were right on, Victor, when you when you mentioned that. That's probably aside of my always crazy expectations for crazy features, which I, I for some people they're gonna be crazy. That was the big standout thing for me, um, and and for you, and 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 for for a lot of other people that the 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 bank turn needs to have a longer straight into it to allow for more speed to be gained. So that very good point. Okay, uh, Gamosphere says as a crazy cat's eye fan, I must say that was far by far the best race this season as a crazy cat size fan you'd be a little upset this is your well, worst that, race what, what, what they mean by that is like, like like despite them not doing as good here is still their they, they still think it's the best race so they're saying that they don't they have mean. bias against it uh so many lead changes and overtakes i agree all right steve from latvia says and he happens to be in our live chat steve. right now yeah he's been it, he um, wasn't agreeing with me saying the lamas at well so <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh okay he says this easily is the most treacherous track that has been featured in marbula one but this is what makes it so awesome. Almost every single coroner, I'm assuming coroner, could make or break the race for any team. Turns five and six were especially hard. Uh, you could have a lot of speed coming out of the bank turn, but one mistake would bring you to a dead stop and drop you to last place. Our engine in lap two was a very good example for this. Ah, everyone calling that out. Yeah. And certainly lived up to the work chaos. The word chaos, I'm assuming. Yeah. This track was very technical with a big emphasis on get through the corners without losing too much speed. I think this is what caused caught a lot of teams out since the previous were more focused on speed rather than cornering. Probably why the Savage Peter struggled a little bit. I absolutely love to see this track in the calendar next year. Okay, yeah, I think this track could be good in the calendar next year uh, with a couple changes. Yeah. All right, narrow.171. We'll continue with a few more here. Um, let's see what we're doing on time, actually. Yeah, we have a couple minutes. I loved it, he says. The bank turn was great, although I would have uh, liked a longer straight leading up to it to it uh again another person saying that victor you are you are speaking the word of the masses today uh and he loved the chicane was a bit slow i didn't mind it the whole race was super interesting because it's possible to jump or to slide down the placing really quickly hazy was absolutely nowhere in that race ended up winning because of the unorthodox track that it was hey that's a good point hazy did kind of come out of nowhere at the same time orange was right up there and then got bumped at the chicane and fell away a lot of people saying the same things. Uh, yeah, um, but you can see it's in normal racing as well. You can do well and then suddenly be lost because of someone else's mistake or because of, well, in this case, bumping into another rider. So it makes sense to me. Of course, I can't really criticize it because I love the story to death. And <laughs> me saying that, <laughs> exactly. that was a, well, and a douchebag move is a bit like saying that uh, my daughter is stupid. I don't have a daughter, just for clarification, but it's like saying that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, kind of. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. All right, so a couple more here, and we'll head to the trivia. Elsie Leppard says, Honestly, I think the other teams could learn from the balls of chaos. I don't think all of the course need to be as slow and collision-heavy at this one as this one, but there should be more difficulty in the tracks to create opportunities to pass provide more value to the technical side of the sport. I love speed. As much as the next fan, we give me a course that has great speed sections with some difficult transitions, and I'm all in. I agree with you. And the way, and the, and the, 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 the method that other teams can use to achieve what you just said, LC Leopards, if you happen to be listening, thank you, is by b indulging their theme more. For example, if there were three, if there were three hive sections in the Bumblebees track, then that would indulge that, that would uh, meet up to your method. There would be three more difficult sections in the course 
um, uh, that would cause even a very speedy track to become a little bit more difficult, but still have speed. I mean, I mean, these are all things that, that should be happening, you know? The, the theming th theming, and really indulging the, the, the theme of a team is going to be what how you make a course speed and then difficult at the same time. So I agree with that. Uh, though I do think every once in a while there should be some kind of easier track or, or some track that's speed-based only. I'd even love to see just an oval-shaped track one time just to kind of have that uniqueness. Because one oval-shaped track in 12 is really awesome. One... Obviously 12, will, you know? Yeah. I think it'll be cool. All right, uh, uh, we'll do we'll do two more here because there's two that have a negative uh, outlook on it. So let's see what they said. Matrix is life. I wasn't hugely keen on it. It seemed to introduce a larger random element into the race where one slightly off angle coming to the corner could cost the marble a ton of position. Witnessed the rearranger who got hammered at one point, losing ten or more spots in one corner. Smooth it out just a little and then be great. So he did not like the the changing up there. Yeah, I'm guessing he's a ranger fan, to be honest. <laughs> He's a crazy cat size fan. Isn't um, but eh, it says in his thing, maybe he's an arranger and crazy cat size. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, Dodo Dixie says, uh, "Team parent as a team primary friend, no, not at all. He does not like it. However, as a neutral, as a neutral, there's a lot more fun to be had from a high octane, high passing tracks like this. As long as we still have the contrast with the more technical, skillful tracks, and it doesn't get overused. Yes, I agree that in the course of twelve tracks, having one that's a little bit more difficult as compo uh, compared to the speed ones is very important." And so they did that there. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's enough uh, fan opinions. And so you see the the general consensus is that the the difficulty in the in the the '90s and and all of that is a good thing, and it, it made some unique for some unique racing. But of course, number one, the bank turn needed to have a longer straight into it. That should be in every time a bank turn turn is used, it should have a long straight into it to, to let speed or some way to gain a lot of speed into it yeah and number two um uh a lot of people were thinking that that maybe um maybe the, there was there was not enough not enough new features that really cause extra chaos out there um overall good track though all right so um we're gonna head to the trivia segment guys we're gonna ask some questions come back read you an email remember you can email us at mswpodcast at gmail.com and then we'll get you out of here for today. So play that trivia music editor person, and we'll see you on the other side of that. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. All right, and the music played. So weird. It was only a one-second pause for me, but it was for you. It was like 10 seconds. <laughs> I don't know how long the music is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got trivia questions all around. So let's see what you guys have to say. Um uh, starting with uh, Victor, why don't you start us off on your question? Yeah, I've actually I got this from one of my friends, so I know the answer. But it's who is the only team to finish last with a pony finish in the Marble League? The only Marble to finish in last, but then to have a podium yeah, last finish. overall and have a podium finish. Ah, uh, okay. Which Marble or which team? Which team? Which team? Okay. Uh. Hmm. Oh, that would I'm be the. This would be from the previous that, year, right? That would be the Jungle Jumpers. No, they didn't have a podium this year. Oh, oh this year? I think meant I think meant like any year. Yeah, any year. Well, they didn't compete in last year. Oh, so wait, wait, what was that? Was a question only for this year? Compete in season. No, any year, right? Any year. Okay, if it's any year, then Jungle Jumpers. Did they compete in season one? They they wait. Are we not? We're talking about Marble League. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, Marvel League. Oh, I thought we were talking about Marvel One. All right, uh, Marvel League. That's actually a good question. Um, I think. Uh, and it's two teams apparently. <laughs> Pinkies. Pinkies is a good answer there. Actually, honestly, Pinkies. Oh, so says they two teams. Well, yeah, apparently because I didn't have the jungle jumpers right, but yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I mean you're, well, you're, the watcher's guessing that he doesn't know that for sure. Yeah. No, I know, I know it. I know it. This is a fact. I, I, that I, I know. I mean, Pinkies well. is my best guess. Yeah, and you're both correct. The Pinkies did it in 2016. Mm-hmm. Pinkies are that team, by the way, that gets last overall but still has a podium finish. Yeah. You yeah. can always count on them to be like that. It was the 2018, I believe, if not mistaken, where the Jungle Jumpers they got first in archery, but that was the only thing they did good that year. And then they didn't even race in the final event, so like naturally they got last place. I'm just gonna quickly. Then archery needs to come back, don't you? Yeah, that, that was. I think that's, that's a fun event. Yeah, that's... yeah, it's a cool event. All right then. So what do you want to go ahead? Yes, mine's not nearly as uh, interesting, but uh, in race five of Marvel One Season Two, we we have all talked about like how uh. The orange, like um, it was orange and who like uh pushed back a, a lot in that one turn. How many places did they lose in that one turn alone? How many? T- um, they lost. If I'm not because I think I remember Starry was in sixth, and I think he lost. I want to say he lost eight positions. That's my guess. Um, I would. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say seven, just because uh, I don't remember honestly. All right, the correct answer is seven. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the less remembering I do, the better I yeah. seem to. They might have lost previous. more places by the end of the lap, but in that one turn alone, they lost their place. They lost like seven marbles past them. All right, I have a good question here. I just got to do some quick counting. Uh, so I can uh, make sure I know the answer. Oh, this is going to be a tough one, by the way. Um, Just getting some dead air here on the podcast. (laughs) That's all right. Okay, I think I got the answer to this. Okay, tell me how many marbles have been used twice in a row. In the races this year, how many marbles? Because you know you don't have to go every other for for your for your teammates here because there's two racers. And yeah. uh, for example, uh, snowstorm was used uh, twice in a row. I'll give you one answer. Snowstorm was used twice in a row. I'm assuming they're uh, referring to just this season. Four. Yeah. So in this season, how many marbles so far have been used twice in a row? Uh, well, they only did it this one time, so uh, it would be snowstorm is one, obviously. Um, you don't have to name all of them. Just give me a number. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Four. Because it'd be hard to name. If you, if you name all, if you would be able to name all of them, it'd be very difficult. Hmm. I'll go with five. Yeah. All right, and Waff, you're right. It is five, and I'll actually name them for you just so you know. Um, you got Bolt, Hazy, uh, Tumult. It's three. Um, got to scroll down here. Orange in. Ah. So I fought and snowstorm. Snowstorm. There you go. There's yeah. your five. All right. So yep. five marbles been used twice in a row. Yeah. And they're across the standings here. I mean, like you have some from the top few competitors bolt up there, but you also have snowstorm who's from snowballs who were not doing very well. So overall, um, 
it's, it, there's no correlation yet between using a marble twice and, and the yeah. overall yeah. team performance, but we'll see. I wonder how they picked which teams would do uh, repeats. Like, like was it a, a, like by like flipping a coin or something? I, I wonder. I don't know how they do that, and um, I wish that's why I really wish there was some sort of community coach thing, so there could actually be intelligent minds deciding to do something like play Speedy twice to rapidly faces a new group of marbles because he's gotten zero points both times, something like that. That is something I want to see. That's I wish we had coaches um, that would just you know be able to do something like that. Um, but I don't know how JMR decides it. It might be random, or they might like try to help out. I have no idea. So. Um, either way, um, uh, yeah, five of so far. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this trivia segment. Uh, head back to the regular show, and we'll read an email and get you guys out of here. Let's listen to that trivia music once again. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! Uh, All right. Woof. I think I played. Could I just ask which, yeah, the jump, good jump, but finished last? Uh, that would be, uh, it would be tw- 2018. I don't think it's 2018 because, because that's- Well, I mean, like, they've been here for three years now. Yeah, I know, but- And their first year was twenty in 2018, and that's when they did their worst. No, 2017, because I'm on 2017, and they didn't finish last, they finished second to last by, oh, ahead of the Quicksilvers. Really? Yeah. So I guess I was wrong. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I thought I'd checked it, but, you know, it's fine. All right, well, I guess I got it wrong. How many points oh, wow. was it by? It wasn't, that they... I think it was 10. It wasn't a lot. <laughs> okay. I didn't think, I thought the Jungle Jumpers did, like, significantly worse, but no, I guess eight not. No, less, even. Yeah. And they also had a bronze, funny enough. So. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm I just, didn't remember that. I'm just going to quickly make sure yeah. that tw- it wasn't 2018. <laughs> If it is. I mean, if it was, right. if archery was in 2017, then that was it. Yeah, it was because I remember 2018 being winter, and I thought archery isn't really. Right, you guys, you right. guys are really, you guys are really doing this now. So we're gonna, I'm just gonna go check out. In the, I'm on the JMR wiki. We're gonna find find out now. 2017, uh, um, the Limers finished last in 12th place with 17 points. So that was 2017. Um. And then in 2018, ugh, click Sam Morali, I'm stupid. Well, it's, it's, um, whichever one has archery. Whichever one has archery. 2018, um, uh, disqualifier results. Ba, 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 wow, wow. Uh, I have to scroll all the way down here. Uh, where's the final? Do I have to go all the way to the bottom for the finals? Um, this is annoying. Final standings, Pinky's finishing 16th in 2018. Um, so I don't know where you're talking about with the Jungle Jumpers. 2016, I don't even think the Jungle Jumpers were a team yet. No, Yeah, no, they were um, not. So I'll check 2019, and if that's not... 2019 was... Archery, though, didn't yeah, it? but 2019 was o- Oceanic, we all know that. Yeah, Oceanic. So, yeah. yeah, dude, I think just all across the board, it's not the Jungle Jumpers. I don't even think Jungle yeah. Jumpers... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, so I think definitely the Pinkies, there's your answer. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. one wrong then. All right, so I don't even know if the music has played yet, because we kind of just continue. It has, it has. It definitely has. <laughs> but uh, has it played yet? Is it Ricochet? 
By the way, do you understand? I'm gonna, while he's no, here, please don't. Victor. Yeah. Victor, do you understand the, the the pun Rick O'Shea, the name of a commentator in the Marvel world? You've explained. Yeah, uh, you've explained Rick O'Shea. His name is Rick O Rick O'Shea. If I'm not mistaken, of course, he's a mobile and ricochet something they do. And there's so many things that I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're correct. That is that is the pun. Rick O'Shea and then Ricochet. I'm glad you understand. I, I, how many times have you heard oh that gosh. listening to the old shows? <laughs> Probably like four or five oh, times. <laughs> that's crazy. I, might, I actually, that is a crazy number. <laughs> yeah, I might mix it up a bit with the Discord on Marble Day, but it's... Uh, <laughs> But of course, I've yeah. heard it on Discord definitely, and heard you say it a few times. <laughs> it's a good point. Right, well, let's uh, let's a roho roll. Ha! There's another pun <laughs> into our final segment here with the email, and then we'll get out of here for the day. All right, so we got one email this week. Uh, uh, a guy Alex, and um, he sent us first. First of all, he sent us an image uh, with me and with me and Waff, some funny art. Yeah, some fan uh, art. We'll throw it up in the discard. It was it's really funny. Um, thank you for sending that. We appreciate thank those you. kinds of uh, submissions as well. And uh, he says, Comet fan needs help. That's the subject. All right, so he says, uh, this would be an interesting way to end this episode. He says, I make marble sports. They're pretty bad. <laughs> he said that. He says, I need help, please. I'll tell you what I do, and you tell me how to improve. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So we have six points to cover here. Let's see if we can do it. All right, so number one, I try not to be a copycat's eye. Uh, a little bit of pun there. So he tries not to be a copycat, and I make a non-marble league type thing and specifically for racing not events and i use plastic tracks like lead cookie i remember back to them a long time ago and i try to make it as fun as possible like fubic as old races but i try to be professional all right that's number one uh i don't know why he numbered these but that is a factual thing he just told us number two as of right now i just have a blue background for my races however i have a printer i may print some trees or something nice but uh, I will also get a galaxy background for Christmas. Maybe it will help. Thoughts? Um, yeah, you know, spicing it up with the decoration is always helpful. You know, mm-hmm. backgrounds, uh, trees, things like that. that. That will always help a little bit. Um, yeah. But let's continue here, and then I'll cover. I'll do my – I do my. I have, like, a thing now that's, like, a couple minutes of, like, all the things that Good Marble Sports has in it, and I'll do that at the end of this. All right, number three. I try to show my hands as little as possible. Always a good thing, it may, mm-hmm. but it may be impossible considering I do not have a starting gate. It's true. Also, the starting gate for marbles on the plastic track is hand-powered, but I will try to avoid this. Well, maybe you can attach a string to the thing right. that you would flip up, and that might help, and you can pull on it off-camera. Yeah. For commentary, I just say what's happening on the screen. Eh, well, that's what it is, but it's, yeah. it's a little bit more complex than that, maybe. However, I am 12, so I sound like a dying bird. Well... <laughs> Get older. That's advice for there. Um, Just wait. Perhaps I should get an older friend of mine to do it or no commentary at all and add some of my music. Um, I would say commentary is always better than music in the context mm-hmm. of marble sports. Yeah. Um, uh, if you can get an older friend to do it, do it. Yeah. Uh, for editing, I use mobile apps such as iMovie and InShot and sometimes uh, KindMaster. I'm a zero budget. So KindMaster is what it feed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, it auto to KindMaster, uh, most okay. likely. Yeah. I'm zero budget, so I cannot buy premium features. I feel that since I'm using mobile apps, which are very low quality, I put a lot of effort into editing each one. Also, would you mind emailing me or saying what you edit Marble Cross with? I do not edit Marble Cross. Someone else edits it. Then uh, sends it to me for commentary. There are channel. better uh, ha- uh, free editing softwares. For instance, I use Shotcut. It's completely free. Um, and that's on the computer, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on the computer. So you would have to import yeah. your uh, your videos there. But I mean, uh, like, if something you have a computer to use, like Shotcut would definitely be better than like mobile yeah. iMovie. 
Yeah, and if you have a computer that's very good, like good internet, good computer with a lot of storage, uh, DaVinci Resolve is uh, pretty much as good as any like $500 editor, but it's free. So that's also a good thing. Um, it can get a little laggy, so make sure you save all the time because I have lost a project because I didn't save. But besides that, um, it, DaVinci Resolve is very good. Uh, it's free. It's very well, it's very well made um, and has a lot of features. All right, number six, are, are used custom-made... I use custom-made music for the music. Because of this, it makes the event more dramatic. However, there is this one track that would really bring the mood uh, and it's not copyrighted. Maybe I should use that. And for cheering, what's the volume I should use? Uh, volume for background noise should always be lower than you think because mm -hmm. you want to make sure the main sounds are, of course, hearing the marbles and uh, uh, stuff like that. In my opinion, background noise like cheering is one of those things that you should only be able to really hear if you're listening for it. Yeah. Not yeah. here when you're just watching the video. Kind of like if you if you watching JMR every once in a while, if uh, something I'll hear the cheering every once in a while and I'm like, oh, the cheering's happening. But like you know, when I'm really focusing on the race or focusing on what Greg's saying, I can't really hear it because of course I'm focusing. Yeah. Um, right. Same for music. Music goes well, very low, very low, almost unhearable, but still a little bit there, like the cheering in the background under commentary. Um, so that can help as well. Um, overall, I um, and uh, after me, I'll let the, the other two uh, give their opinions. Um, but I'm gonna say overall, there's always like a base um, advice I give for making marble sports. There's uh, let me adjust my camera. There you go. Uh, there's just base things that need to happen. Number one, yes, you don't want your hand ever showing up in the video. It's more professional that way. Number two, um, you want to wherever you record, you always want to try to make sure that area is cleared out of as many things as possible. Because you know, it, it, you may not have the best backdrop, you may not have a completely white background studio, um, but you know, if you're doing it in your garage or in a room, you want to just make sure there's no like you know dressers or uh, chairs or other random objects just in the room because then it looks homemade and you want to make it look as professional as possible. Honestly, uh, for someone just starting out, it might be as simple as just getting a bunch of pieces of, of white poster board, putting, uh, getting a corner of a room, taping them up so it looks like a white backdrop. There you go. Number three, for most marble sports, uh, just get a couple cameras, maybe three. Um, even if they're not the best quality, that's okay, but it's going to look a lot more professional, even in uh, mediocre quality camera. If you had them set up, kind of set the cameras up to kind of get different shots, and then when you edit, you'll be able to uh, cut the, the the cameras in in good order you know the different different angles you're getting um you don't want to try to do it one camera you don't want to most of the time if unless you have the really really high tech like thing to hold the camera that's shaking you don't want to like deal with trying to hold it steady it's very difficult so those are definitely um important things to consider um and then the mar marble sports besides all that extra stuff i mean marble sports is good when you know when the events are interesting so i mean maybe maybe you only have like little tracks uh that like fubica used to use stuff like that but uh you can make it interesting if you get creative you know i mean maybe you do some events maybe you do some races maybe you your formatting is so that um it focuses on two marbles they go side by side something like that you have to try to get creative maybe build your own tracks or use um other objects that you have that that might make for some interesting features yeah um, there's always ways to kind of uh get creative with that um so it's very important that you always work on all those things um uh and then of course commentaries are important as well uh to bring kind of bring together the whole sport so those are my opinions on it um uh we'll wrap up here after a while for victor gives their thoughts oh uh, yeah no i think you, you covered it pretty well like 
I guess, like, in terms of that question about if they should use that piece of music, if you feel like that piece of music that you found is better than anything you could, that, that your original music for that, that moment, then by all means use it. Like, because, I mean, why not? The be- better for the quality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only thing, tip I can give that it's been a bit different from everyone else is try and, for example, of course, the Jealous Mob runs uses, for example, NASCAR, Formula One, stuff like that, or well, not NASCAR, but racing and the Olympics. If you try to do like other sports event, like I don't know, Tour de France or anything different, that it's definitely something to add on. You can have like Tour de My Living Room or something like that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, all good things, all good things to consider. Marvel Sports is hard to make, it's not, um, I won't sugarcoat, it's not easy. But, um, yeah, it's just about improving little bits of your things every time. And, um, you know, uh, obviously, obviously good quality equipment is always going to make it better. I mean, just obviously good cameras and stuff is always going to make it better. But you can do things to make it look pretty good, you know, and not too homey and not too thrown together uh, with those kinds of tips. So good luck to you um, uh, on your Marvel Sports making journey. And uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up the episode here. Thank you, Victor, for coming on and guessing with us. Yes, thank you so much. Had fun coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, um, and uh, yeah, we will have one some other time. We'll talk more Marvel 1 or whatever whatever marbles are rolling, whatever they're doing at that point. Who knows? Um, and uh, yeah, go so, on. Uh, take us out of the episode. See you guys next week. All right. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans. Yeah.